All right. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into another episode of the Basketball Studios podcast. I'm your host, Brett. I'm the host of all the podcasts, yada, yada, yada. Um, and as you can see by the title, this is obviously just going to be like a bummer episode, kind of like a low energy. There's not going to be, you know, that much excitement. Um, not that much like expression, whatever, just because of the fact of what we're talking about. And there's nothing like, I guess, great about any of the news. Like there's not, there's, there are some good, you know, little life lessons that you can take from this, but there's not anything like, there's nothing, there's nothing good. Like not, nothing about this podcast is going to be any good news that you want to hear. Um, and we all know, we all know what we're about to be talking about. As you can see by the title, this whole podcast is going to be talking about the passing of Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gigi and what was it, nine other people in the helicopter crash in Calabasas. So I guess I could just start off with how I found out. I was at work. It was probably about two o'clock and I saw um, a I, w- I was on Instagram and I saw a picture of the tweet that TMZ put out. Now, initially I thought this was a meme page that went way too far and photoshopped or put out a fake tweet and photoshopped that it was TMZ saying that Kobe died for obviously no comedic reasons. Like if that was a joke, it's not funny. Like you just don't joke about death. I wouldn't even joke about an injury. Like just don't joke about anything that has harm or that hurts other people like a person in general. And that kind of way, shape or form, like if it's actual like pain, like injury, or if it's the passing of somebody or themselves, obviously you just don't, you just don't cross that line. You just don't joke about that type of stuff. It's, it's a serious topic. So I was like, I saw it and I was like, all right, who, 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 who posted this? Like, who do I need to unfollow right now? And then I got text messages or I got a text message. Um, a friend of mine said Kobe died. And I was like, okay, maybe we all just saw this fake tweet. We're all near the, like, it's Kobe. So, you know, Kobe's, Kobe to all of us was immortal. He was somebody that was supposed to live to 800 years old and never die. Somebody that was going to be in the new, uh, the new form of the Bible, like the New Testament. Like, you just didn't think of Kobe as somebody that was ever going to die. He was such a ferocious, aggressive, competitive, winner mentality NBA player. Seem like, you know, he was breaking his wrist, still playing, tearing his Achilles and walking all the way down the floor and hitting some free throws. Like, it just seemed like you could, you could do anything to Kobe and the guy would still live. So it was just so hard to believe. And especially at 41 years old. And he was such on, he was exponentially going up in his life after basketball, winning Oscars, putting out books, doing the details, uh, series thing with ESPN and planning so much out still dropping shoes with Nike like this dude didn't go away he didn't just retire and go into hiding he was still a staple not in the whole basketball world but in culture in general he was you know trying to make sure that the WNBA was staying steady in their reputation and uh pushing forward on women's basketball like he was trying to do so much after he retired it almost seemed like his NBA career had like nothing to do with him. We almost knew him at knowing Kobe after he retired. It was almost like we knew a total. We had a different thought about Kobe. It wasn't the whole 
aggressive competitor that we once knew that hit clutch shots and made amazing plays and dropped 60 and dropped 81 and had all these 50-point nights. It was just a different type of Kobe that we knew. He was supportive of all these new NBA guys, these young NBA guys like Luka. Um, he was congratulating LeBron um, in passing him, which, you know, it's just kind of trippy. Like the night before or the day, the, I guess, well, yeah, the night before Kobe passes away, LeBron James passes him an all-time score. An all-time score. He, okay, I'm sorry. I'm not even going to edit this podcast either. Like this is just going to be a raw one. But LeBron passes him an all-time scoring. In Philadelphia, where Kobe is from, LeBron's on the Lakers. It's just like, it just made sense. Like, it was LeBron on the team that Kobe left his legacy on at the arena where Philly, where Kobe is from, which is Philadelphia. Like, it, it just seemed like meant to be. And then this happened. And at first, I didn't even know that, like, I didn't even know that Gigi was also on that helicopter too. I at first I was just like, dang, like my first my first initial reaction was, wow, like Kobe's wife and his and his children have lost their dad. Like that was like I was like, damn, like that's crazy. Like imagine how that what that family is going through right now. You know, the wife that he has all these he has all these girls with and all those girls just lost their dad. Like, that sucks. And then next thing I hear, I guess I didn't even notice it in the initial report. I just saw Kobe died. But then next thing I hear was Gigi, the one that was sitting courtside where that meme was where LeBron or where Kobe was talking to her. And, you know, everybody would come up with like, what is Kobe saying? Like, oh, if you're right here, never pass the ball. Like that type of like funny stuff. And now looking back at that video, it's just sad. But seeing the daughter that was like, the the kind of like the chosen one in the family where she was going to be that next WNBA star and somebody to carry uh, Kobe's legacy. And she was the one that owned up to it. She was 13 years old saying that she was wanting to carry her dad's legacy as, you know, the whole mama mentality basketball player. And just hearing that that happened. So not only did the other siblings lose their dad, but they also lost their sister their other sibling that they, you know, share the house with. And it seemed like from what we saw, it seemed like that Kobe, that the whole Bryant family was just a nice loving family. And it sucks that Gigi and Kobe, like they went, it doesn't, I guess it's not a bad thing, but it's like they, they passed away just going on their average day. Like, that's that's a that's a tough pill to swallow. It's just these two were doing what they normally do. Like they probably woke up that morning. What was it? A basketball game that they were trying to get to? Gigi's basketball game that I think Kobe was a coach of, and there was like the other coach on the on the helicopter, but and the other families, and just thinking like Kobe woke up thinking, all right, at three o'clock. I don't know what time the game was, what time the whole thing was, but just say, all right, three o'clock, like Gigi and I are going to go out and we're going to go to her basketball game. We're going to be home at, you know, maybe six. We're going to have our dinner, do whatever we do at night, go to bed. And, you know, 
the Monday morning they should have been there. And it's just sad that they weren't. Um, and I think what's making this such a – why this is impacting so many people is Kobe was just way more than basketball. He was, like, just a huge person in the sports culture and in life in general, the whole Mamba mentality. It's not just something that is applied to sports. It's something that's applied to life. So if you have a job being an accountant, have the Mamba mentality of I'm going to be the best accountant and do whatever you need to do to be in the best in your craft or, you know, to perfect it to the best of your ability or just being a person in general. How can you wake up and be the best person every single day? And that's like kind of what the whole Mamba mentality was. It was such a huge term in life that people use to just talk about like their way of determination. And Kobe was just like, he was up there with like the Michael Jacksons to where you don't even need to like pop music or like music in general, or you might not even have heard a song before. Or seen somebody dance, but somehow you just knew who Michael Jackson was. And that was like how Kobe Bryant was. You didn't even have to like basketball, know what basketball was. But for some reason, you knew who Kobe Bryant was. You've heard him somewhere. You've either seen a poster of him. You've seen his shoes at the mall. like, Or you just somehow stumbled across a Kobe highlight. Everybody knew who Kobe was. And like, he's like the Oprah Winfrey's. It's like everybody knows who Oprah is. Oprah, Oprah, Oprah. Michael Jackson. Michael Jordan. I mean, he's obviously still alive, but everybody knows who Michael Jordan is. Nobody doesn't know who Michael Jordan is. I'm pretty sure my little cousins that haven't even touched a single thing in sports know who Michael ja- who Michael Jordan is. Somehow, some way, shape, or form. And... It's, that's just, it, and it's so sad that like, I was thinking about this on my car ride home from work, just thinking about all the stuff you hear about how there's all these people in Staples Center and what these basketball teams are doing in order to honor Kobe and all this type of stuff. And it's like, Kobe doesn't know any of that happened. It's like, whenever these type of, whenever these type of people go, they don't get to see that, that togetherness that they bring. They don't get to, like, Kobe wasn't able to see, like, the whole city of Los Angeles pile up at the Staples Center, writing stuff in the concrete. And it affected anybody in the way where everybody had some sort of emotion that was out of respect for Kobe. So no matter how diehard of a Celtics fan you are, like my friend Himes, and him himself, he has a video where he's getting emotional, writing stuff in the concrete at the Staples Center. And no matter if you're a diehard LeBron fan, if you hate basketball to a living pulp, this, like, you don't, you obviously don't, if you're a good human being that has some sort of good morals, you don't want to see this happen to anybody. Especially somebody that was such an activist in culture that was forward thinking and, you know, Kobe was trying to push the WNBA and create short films and books. Like he was doing stuff to where he was trying to push society forward and to see somebody like that go, it's like, 
it's crazy. Um, I was watching, there's like the 20 minute clip I saw of like a compilation of all, how all these teams have reacted doing the whole shot clock violation and the eight second violation. It's like, I can't even watch all of it before I get like emotional and to put it out there, I was never even a Kobe fan. People like to say, oh, you either loved or you hated Kobe. I was kind of the rare one that like just didn't mind him. Like I, I like didn't really care about Kobe. Like I was kind of just neutral with him. I was like, all right, he played in the NBA. He was a great, he retired. Like I appreciated his greatness, but I was never a Kobe fan and I never didn't like Kobe. It was kind of just Kobe was there. So obviously I can only imagine how people either in life or just the, like the DeMar, De, the, 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 the DeMar DeRozan's other world, like these NBA players that idolized Kobe, like these Trey Young's, Luca's, um, Devin Booker's, how like they are grasping all this. And then you have the LeBrons and the people in the NBA that either played with him or played against him for 10 years of their career. And if you're a longtime Laker, then you knew Kobe for a while because that dude was there his entire career for 20 years. I think it was cool to see how teams reacted. Um, I'm definitely somebody that would be totally down for this logo change. No disrespect to Jerry West. It's just, you know, we 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 all know the mark that Kobe has on the NBA to sports and just to life in general. And I think it's only right to have a nice little logo of Kobe fading away or, you know, just a picture of Kobe running kind of like how the NBA logo was Jerry West kind of just like dribbling the ball. It's just seeing Kobe dribble the ball and knowing it's Kobe. Um, I think it would mean a lot. It sucks that we're not going to be able to see Kobe Bryant do his hall of fame speech, but I know like all-star weekend, um, his hall of fame speech, all these kind of big basketball moments, there's going to be so much tribute going to Kobe Bryant, and I'm all for it. I support it all. I don't think we can get enough Kobe tributes for NBA events. Now, there is a thing that has been bothering me, though, and it's not towards a specific person or, you know, whatever network, I guess kind of like ESPN. I've noticed, I feel like a lot of this now that's televised isn't so much of genuine support. It's more for like using his name for their own attention and money, which I hate. I hate seeing these Kobe Bryant accounts or just sports accounts in general go on custom ink and put a face of Kobe and put Mamba forever. And then they start selling it and whoever's doing it is going to be making all the profit off of it. I don't like that type of stuff. That's why you guys haven't seen me post 30 times a day about Kobe Bryant if I do post about Kobe Bryant, it's because I genuinely like have some sort of like he like the fact that he's actually on my mind and that I feel like I should. And I know like Kobe, if I post about Kobe right now, I'm going to get three times, four times, five times as many likes, impressions, reach as I normally would get. And I could definitely abuse that if I wanted to, but it that that just doesn't seem right. Like I don't want to use his situation and his tragedy to have gain for myself and that's why I don't I don't want to have 15 podcast episodes talking about Kobe I've seen these Twitter guys we all know we all know the famous Twitter reporters 
that just keep putting out podcasts and keep putting out videos and keep putting out tweets saying the same exact thing in different wording. And it seems like it's kind of, there's kind of just some uh, different intentions behind it. Um, and I think we, I, I, I obviously I'm not going to be saying anything that we don't know. We all know Kobe was a great basketball player and we just, we, we know what he meant in culture. Um, and I think that this kind of should go, this, this whole tragedy that has happened with Kobe, his daughter and everybody else on the plane. For one, it kind of just shows us how much we take for granted. I really liked how Shaq talked about how he wishes he could talk to Charles, Ernie, and Kenny Moore. Like, how he's kind of like, I don't talk to my friends as much as I should. Um, I didn't, how he was kind of like, I didn't talk to Kobe as much as I should have. And family, like, I think this also goes to show there's so many people say car accidents what is it like i bet it could obviously be way more and i could be totally underestimating the stat but like say like 150,000 people in the u.s die of a car accident in a year we kind of just look at that as like a cool stat to base off of like maybe why we should have self-driving cars but we really don't deep dive and think like damn that's people just like kobe bryant kobe bryant was an average human being and we're all the same at the end of the day. So that means, you know, the 150,000 people, that might be 20 people that have to deal with that one life, whether it's peers at work, family, friends, people that slightly knew that person. It just goes to show, like, we see how we all mourn at this one life. Think about how many people a year have to mourn about crazy accidents that might not even be that person's fault, kind of like Kobe, where... Somebody might die in a car accident because a drunk driver hit them or somebody that was going super beyond the speed limit and driving recklessly hit them or maybe their car glitched and ran out of control or somebody texting and driving hit them and seeing how lives can be taken so fast for people just going on their average day. Um, and I've talked to so many people that know nothing about basketball like nothing about basketball not even a single not even a single thing literally just know the names Kobe and Michael Jordan and LeBron James and maybe heard of Stephen Curry before that are like moved by this and a lot of this has to do with his daughter going as well just like and we 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 see like it was so unexpected because we see Kobe the night before you know LeBron talks about how Kobe Bryant called him to congratulate him and how Kobe was shaking hands with Luca on, you know, courtside and taking pictures and how Kobe was just sideline giving LeBron a hug. Like this dude was just an NBA great that retired and he was so young and it just happened so like out of the, out of the blue. It's different if we, like, say David Stern. We were all, we were affected by it, but we knew this dude was having health problems. We knew he was old. And, like, with Kobe, it was like, this dude could play in the big three league. 
And that's no disrespect. This dude could still hoop if he really wanted to. Like, he was in shape, literally looked exactly the same as he did whenever he entered the NBA, just gained some muscle. And it was cool to see, like, the tributes that a lot of these people were doing that, like, football players, like, their celebration, they all, you know, after a touchdown or whatever, they all circled up and then did, like, a jab step, jab step, and then, like, did a post fadeaway altogether. Or Neymar. Uh, I, I believe it was Neymar, how he hit the goal, and then he did 2-4 with his fingers. And then I think he started tearing up. That might have been somebody else. But seeing the emotional impact he had on more than just basketball, you know, being an Olympi- uh, Olympic gold medalist, how, you know, whenever the basketball Olympics are going on, whenever it's Kobe Bryant, people from other sports, you know, come to go just come just to see Kobe Bryant play. He was like a godlike figure. I wouldn't be surprised if there's so many stories about how people meet Kobe Bryant and people would say this, like I think Allen Iverson said, and uh, I think Allen, Allen Iverson and LeBron, I think said this about Michael Jordan, how they meet Michael Jordan. And it's like, he just had like this glow over him. Like he was like a ghost. Like I think it was, maybe they both said it, how like Michael Jordan was like the black Jesus. Like it just seemed like this dude was glowing. Yet he was just an average human being. And I bet seeing Kobe in public, it's like you feel like this dude's floating in the air. Like he just doesn't seem human. And that's why I think this he has this whole tragedy is huge. And I really like what Jay Williams said about like if you have family members or friends and there's any petty stuff going on, you guys don't like something, you're going to sleep next to somebody that you have a grudge against, just let it go because they could wake up, they might say, all right, I'm going to see you later, I got to go to work. 15 minutes later, they die in a car accident. That can easily happen. Like, how you kind of just have to forget all the little petty things and just love everyone. And... Obviously, I'm not saying that from any place of saying I'm perfect because, like, I had to learn from this too. And I think this whole Kobe stuff is really inspiring to be a better human being and, like, just to work harder because if anybody displayed, like, work ethic and hard work and determination and perseverance and all, like, I guess you could almost just say the corny little things that you hear from school, you know, persevere, um, be determined, put your mind towards anything. That was Kobe. I was listening to the I Am Rapport Serial podcast with Michael Rapport. Really liked that podcast. And he had a whole compilation of interviews he had with ex NBA players, coaches, um, before the whole passing of Kobe. But, like, a uh, little deep dive into their stories of Kobe. You know, Matt Barnes and the whole Orlando situation, and Karam Butler, and Kenyon Martin, David Fisdale, like having their own Kobe stories that whenever you hear them, you're like, this dude was different. Um, but yeah, this is kind of, I hope, you know, I don't want to turn into one of those people that just use, I don't want to use this Kobe tragedy in any way to, you know, obviously I don't make money from this podcast. So it's not like I'm going to be, if, if I were, I would demonetize it or find a way to not make money or donate it or something. Um, so obviously I'm not making money off of this whenever I post on Instagram. I hope you guys know, like I've literally made it. I have not made a single dime from anything that I do on Instagram. Uh, 
podcast or TikTok. And yes, I said TikTok. Like, I'm on there. Almost 9,000 followers, so, help you know, there, that's that. I don't really, I don't even want to use this as like a platform to say follow me on TikTok. And we all, we all might figure out what the username is, but you guys can search for it. I don't want to use this as a way to, as a way to grow. So, yeah. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. I think the next podcast episode is going to be like NBA trade deadline predictions, scenarios, blah, 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 blah. But I feel like after this whole situation, it's like every news, trade rumor, all that has just been on pause for like the past three to four days. It's like, and I, I get it. Like, I respect it. Like, I'm down with it. Um, I'm not complaining. Um, It's like, we can all care less about what happens with Kyle Kuzma, what happens with Derrick Rose, whatever. This whole Kobe situation is kind of just like put the whole NBA on pause. And yeah, it sucks. And we all have to know that there is a lot more worse things in life that happen too, you know. But the shootings and terrorist attacks and all that type of stuff, like we can't lose focus that there is so much more things that do happen. And I feel like it's sad how in today's society, if a school shooting happens and one person dies in it and four are injured, we kind of just blow over it and act like it's not a problem. Like just because it's not a celebrity doesn't mean it's not a valuable life that was passed. Ooh, voice crack. But yeah. So yeah, like I said, we're what rolling up on 26 minutes. It's going to be like that on the podcast. I'm not going to cut anything out. I'm not going to shorten this. So what you hear is what you get. And yeah, hopefully you guys talk, uh, you guys listen to the next episode. If you guys want to DM me, talk about either this basketball, music, whatever, uh, just DM me on basketball studios. Like I said, not really promoting that because I'm, I kind of figure that everybody that's listening to this right now, like, follows me on there so it's not like I'm gaining any followers saying go over to basketball studios on Instagram so yeah my name is Brett this is basketball studios podcast and I'm out talk to you guys later peace